I told you that this was going to be dark, and it is. And I thought that I would rather do it just the voice and not my face because I might say some things that I don't want my identity to be. Like, you know, like how some people, when they say certain things, they like block out either their face or the word. I'm just going to block out my face so that even if you catch me saying this, you don't know if I'm really saying it. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) There's no proof. Um, it is vampire season. It is Scorpio season. I'm sorry if you can hear the plane. We live right next to the airport, so the planes are, like, always coming, and they're pretty loud. Um, I'm outside right now. I just took a walk to the cemetery, which is my new fave place. Honestly love the cemetery. I just feel peace there. I don't know why. I just feel very peaceful. I feel very calm. I feel like everything has just stopped. Time has stopped. And it feels a lot better than being in my house with Shaitan. I didn't want to mention what was really going on in my personal life in the last video. I wanted to wait for this moment. But I think it's important to talk about it because I think that other people should know that it's okay to talk about what goes on and how you're feeling, especially if you don't have anyone else to talk to about these things. I thought about, you know, should I ask some of my friends online or, you know, some people that I trust, should I ask them about how to make suicidal, sorry, not suicidal, how to make homicidal thoughts spiritual and put that in a video and talk about it because the the feelings that I felt being in Hungary are unlike any type of emotions that I've had and I've never honestly I've never felt um I've never felt this angry and I will, I do want to talk about homicidal thoughts. Um, just so, you know, disclaimer, this is not in any way targeting anyone who is homicidal or anyone who has gone through homicidal tendencies or thoughts. I will not be, you know, discussing methods. You know, that's not what this is about. This is just about the emotions. Um, my mother's family was born, raised, live in Hungary, mostly near the Romanian border in Yiricaza and Debrecen and uh, Tisaluk, where my mother was born. We also have family in Kishkorosh and Dura. And some places a little bit south. (sighs) Right now, I'm in a city just outside of Budapest, which is, um, they call it Kishpest, because Kish is like small or tiny. Um, So it's like the, the small part, 
the outer part of Budapest, the outer neighborhoods, villages. And I've been here for two months now. Um, I've learned a lot. And the, the last year that I was living with my mom, I learned a lot about her family. Because I've never lived with my mom. I don't know if I've talked about this before. But um, I'm not going to talk about that part now. About my childhood. I'm going to talk about my mom's family. And um, their their life and their upbringing. So uh, my mother has a twin sister. Like I mentioned before. And... Um, we're just going to call her Shaitana or Shaitan. <laughs> um, if you don't know what that means, I would look it up. I think it's like the nicest word. I know that sounds really dark. It's just the nicest thing that I can say her, say about her because even if I call her the gypsy name or like the Hungarian word, it still feels a little bit rough, you know? And if I call her the English word, it's like really rough. So we're just going to call her Shaitana. And these are Roma Gypsy girls. And they have one younger sister and two, I think, older brothers. Yeah, two older brothers. And they had two parents. So I'll put up the picture now of their family. It's beautiful, mashallah. I guess I get that. Someone just sneezed. And, um... They... My mom was born in 66. Her and her twin sister were born in 66. And so during that time... Um... I'm not sure if communism... I think communism, yeah, I think communism was going on. And just to make it really, like, you know, short, um, my mother and her sister were put up for adoption, um, I think as soon as they were born, because their mother and their father couldn't, I don't think they could take care of them. I'm not really sure why, to be honest. I'm not really sure. But the mom and the dad came back. My grandma and my grandpa on my mom's side, they came back and they, they got them from the orphanage, I think when they were about 11, 12, maybe a little bit younger, like nine. And um, their parents got in trouble for having their own business, which I think in communism times was like not allowed because you're given a job and they weren't following that and they were like making money under the table. So the cops came in and they took the mom and the dad and I think that they went to jail for a year each, or maybe two. Is I think it was at least a year that they were in jail. And my mom and her sister and the kids were staying with the grandpa. And um, my mom's mom was very abusive. When they got out of jail, she was very abusive. She was very alcoholic. Um, and she did some nefarious things <laughs> in her family life and just kind of, you know, was kind of deemed as an evil person. Um, I, I want to mention this part 
of the story because this is a little bit this is a trigger warning i'm just gonna you know say that right now it's a trigger warning if you have suicidal tendencies please be careful but my mom's mom actually passed away when i was eight or nine and she had mixed alcohol and prescription drugs and pretty much um you know, successfully suicide. And um, I will get into how that runs in the family later. But um, so you can just see that this life, you know, the life that they were living in Hungary. And during that time, it was very difficult. Um, I'm still, you know, it's still difficult because Hungary, it's developed, but the laws are iffy and the currency is iffy. And people here i was talking about this with my my dad the people here especially if you live in the village you don't live in a big city the people here don't really have a choice to work a normal job so they are forced to make their own money by you know having a farm having animals um growing crops and buying and selling things which is what my mom's sister does now and something that they were taught when they were younger my my mom's mom would um make clothes and people would order clothes from her she was very successful and they would buy and sell things and that's the business they had which they got taken away um which is why they got taken away from their children because they had this business that they weren't supposed to be having but you know buying and selling runs in the family that's part of um hungarian culture i would say we go to the the uh, market at least twice a week to go sell things and then we pick up stuff from the local trash facility and it's not like a dumpster it's like there's a guy who owns it and he goes through the trash and he actually sells it to people so that they can resell it so that's what we do and um Hungary in, let's just say, 77, 1980, was a really difficult time. My mother's sister was in her 20s, and um, she wasn't working. My mom was living in a different city, I think, with some family, so they weren't, li- they weren't together. Shaitana was in Budapest walking one day and was caught by the rendor sheg the police and she she didn't have proof of employment so she went to jail for six months during that time she was raped by women and she i'm sure that she was also abused she was doing hardcore drugs. I don't really know what she was doing, but I think my mom said that she was definitely shooting, shooting up something. So my mom and her sister have very, have had two very different lives from the time that they have been like semi-adults, you know? They pretty much had the same living circumstances until then, you know? They were both abused by their mo- their mother and lived a really difficult financial life 
and um, when the standards of living are so low in your area there's not really much that you can look forward to in life so when you come to a place like Hungary and you're with a family like mine and I'm not just talking about Shaitana and my mom I'm talking about you know we went to go see her brothers and we went to go see my cousins and everyone lives like this and if you're not well off you are relying for the government now because there's no longer communism but you're also working very hard in in skills and trades and in buying and selling and growing crops and having animals to you know make food and and stuff like that it's very labor intensified work blue collar i think is what they call it and um i can see why you know it's difficult i mean i i don't really you know yeah it runs in my family the the i would say the psychoses um and the suicidal tendencies um when i was four years old you know this is like you know skip forward 20 years <laughs> my mom was the first of her family to leave the country still the first of her family to leave the country and she when she was 21 she moved to the u.s and um you know years 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 after that i was born and my mom had a really difficult um custody battle with my father extremely difficult um that is also another video (laughs) that is not meant for this video but um the core battle was really difficult for my mom and during that time she developed uh serious serious psychoses um persecutory type um bipolar type 2 you know just the and this is typical i would say for hungarian gypsy females um especially mothers after they give birth there's a tendency to um inherit these type of um mental disabilities when you reach that age and when you give birth and my mother it was the day before she was supposed to finish her ama school her like medical administrative degree she was going to school in california where i was born and i was four years old and um she told me that like my dad had just gotten custody of me because I was four when he got custody so it was like very soon after that the day before she was supposed to graduate she had successfully committed suicide um she took a bunch of a bunch of drugs and she i have i have the voice note of her telling me this story and it's very sad and it's she's like crying as she's telling it to me and it's it's honestly a gem like i think it's art and i would love to make a movie about this one day because my life and my mom's life my my family's life is very interesting to me and it's it's definitely sad you know it's not for everyone it's very dark but I'm related to these people and that's something that I I need to mention and I'm going to talk about more later is that I am a part of this family and I carry their 
inherited you know good and bad things so this is something that I kind of have to be involved in and I kind of want to explore and I want to share it um again I'm sorry if this is really dark and you weren't expecting this but I've been making videos for more than a year now so I I feel like I'm comfortable with sharing these things not a lot of people in my life know these things and I don't have a lot of close friends I am able to talk to about it and I just don't really want to bother them with this information <laughs> so this is for you guys um yeah so my mother had successfully committed suicide her husband came home her because she moved to Hungary with her um her husband her Hungarian husband they moved to the U.S. together um so she moved to the U.S. with her Hungarian husband, and he f- he came home, and he found the bottle, and she was out. She was just out. She wasn't waking up. Um, I don't know if she still had a pulse. I'm guessing she might have, because they rushed her to the hospital. They pumped her with charcoal, and she just started throwing up. But she has this very interesting story of her time when she was dead and she she told me about this moment where she there was an angel who told her that she has to live and she has to live for me and so you know she basically told her you know you have to go back (laughs) sorry (laughs) um not this time it's not your time so my mom came back how wild is that first of all i can't even like you know get over that but anyways it runs in my family um thank god mashallah i've never had you know suicidal um tendencies i've had suicidal thoughts because i've had depression but i've never wanted to kill myself i've just felt the depressed feeling of what it would be like and feeling death but i've never wanted you know to go through with it or have felt those type of really dark suicidal tendencies or or planning of it or none of that thank god um my life's still not over you know but i'm feeling very good right now i'm not suicidal but since being here i've experienced (laughs) something that i've never thought that i would ever feel um this relates to my dad because my when my dad was going through the court battle with my mom when she had the psychosis and she was um you know she was saying a lot of false and dangerous and violent and disgusting things about my father that were making it very difficult for him to win the case and you know that was on purpose because they were fighting for me it was like World War Three between my parents. <laughs> so I understand. But um, my dad, you know, to put it lightly, had thought about somehow discreetly taking her out. Not by himself. He was going to hire someone. So my dad has had these feelings, you know. When I was driving with my mother we were in a car we were going to see family and my mother 
was going to family's houses, showing her car, this new car that she bought here in Hungary. Kind of showing off, you know, impressing family. And I I have a problem with the food here. I do understand that that's my problem. But there just wasn't food that was available to me during this time when we were traveling and going from like house to house and all over the country and I reached a mental break where I thought that I was going to do something to my mother and the only thing that I could see in my mind was me physically hurting her Um, Like I said, I would never do it, you know, it's my mom, you know, I need her, like actually I need her, but the feelings that I felt didn't feel like mine, I felt like it was something within my family, and it was something within the circumstances of our relationship, and that that only lasted i would say a few days we got back to our home and i still felt it i was very angry and i didn't know how to process those feelings because i'd never felt that before i never felt like the only thing i thought that i could do in any moment the only thing that i could think about and see in my mind was physically hurting you know, someone else. Um, And I think it's important to talk about it. I think it's important for me to... um, It's definitely healthy for me because I haven't been able to talk about it. And it's been like at least a month since that happened. So it's time, it's necessary, you know. I would love to know if you have ever been through similar obviously you don't have to go in depth you know please don't go in depth unless you want to dm me that's fine but you know just let me know if you have experienced um what it's like to be homicidal or experience homicidal thoughts because i don't it's not something i enjoy it's it's what i've learned is that you know you can enjoy that and you can be psychotic you know that's fine but i know that When I was going through those feelings, I was extremely angry and all I wanted to be was gone. All I wanted to be was free. All I wanted was to just not be here. But I also had this, the homicidal thoughts were that of, you know, I don't want this person here anymore. Which was basically what it was. And and for me, another reason why I wanted to talk about this is because, um, this is also very dark art this is very dark art related this is like what very powerful witches and shamanas do in their practice is they transmute this energy of homicidal feelings and thoughts and they they work with the earth to to discard of that emotion because it's not healthy it's definitely not healthy to hold on to it and um, I'm making this right now because I just went through, like literally right now, I just went through a period of feeling homicidal. 
and it's it doesn't come naturally it's very out of the blue it's very spontaneous and random and I just want to talk about living with Shaitana. Now, this episode of Homicidal Thoughts came for my mom's sister. Like, just just came for her neck, you know? I, I feel like I can deal with the homicidal thoughts of my mother. But when it comes to someone that's not my mother, <laughs> like anyone, or my father, because I would never have, you know, those thoughts about him. Uh, my dad is a whole nother story. We're going to talk about my dad. I think I did a little bit. I talked about my dad in the vampires part two. And I talked about how amazing, how much of a wizard, and how much, you know, him and my mom are, like, the exact opposite. But I thought my mom was dark when I was living with her. Her sister? I just don't, you know. And I know why. And it's because of, you know, the jail time. It's because of the abuse. It's because of the rape. It's because of the drugs. It's because of her mom. Like, it's and living here you know it's just her energy when you are around her is so I don't even know if I can call it dark it's beyond dark it's it's not of this world you know and my mom my mom has admitted several times that you know she's just like her mother Shaitana is just like their mom evil my mom would say just evil and it's I don't I don't want to say that this is like by her choice because obviously it's not and and there's definitely times like right now where I can see the sympathy and I can feel bad for what she's gone through and um and I have to respect her we do have a mutual respect um it's it's very light I would say though because you know obviously I'm just not trying to be around her at all but I respect her because she's my aunt, you know, she's my mom's twin sister, and she has been through so much, and she's still here, <laughs> surprisingly, and um, I went on a homicidal experience of just not understanding why this waste of a being is still here and what the purpose because the reason why that I you know I went through this is because we're living with her my mom bought a house which is getting fixed right now she's been doing construction on this house for like a month but we're living with Shaitana at her house and this house she got for free so she didn't have to pay for it but she did spend a lot of money you know making it work because what it is is it's a borpince and a borpince is like a wine cellar that's like literally what it translates to is wine cellar and so i'm living in a wine cellar with three other people and um it's been interesting is all that i can really tell obviously this is not you know my choice of living but you know i'm here for the experience i'm here for you know the art and the emotion i'm here for the spirituality i'm here for the knowledge and the wisdom you know so i take all of that from this place and i appreciate it and i and that's i think that's something that i'm learning in scorpio season and in vampire season is about 
respecting your darkness, all of it, respecting the shaitans and the shaitanas, because in a way they are connected to you and they are related to you. That's a very important part of why I'm doing this right now and why I have to talk about it and why I have to make it known that, you know, this is what's happening is because I'm related to her. That There's a mutual respect because by blood, you know, I have her DNA and she's the exact same DNA as my mother, you know, maybe a little bit different. They're fraternal twins, so they're not identical. But, you know, nonetheless. So, I don't know if you can, like, feel the energy in my voice and how different it is from all the other, you know, videos that I've made like this, but it's definitely intense. It's very dark. This is the darkest that I've, you know, um, experienced. And I've talked about demonic forces. I've talked about dark forces coming at you and experience them, experiencing them in, a, in your everyday life and how they show up in front of you. And I've dealt, I've dealt with demons and I've dealt with very dark things. But this, you know, where I am right now, this is just ridiculous. It's just not something that I've ever witnessed and part of why I'm doing this is to kind of ask myself and to kind of reach out to my higher self and kind of ask myself what do I do what is it that I do because during this time I don't have my citizenship uh, not yet it's in the process I don't have a job I can't leave the house without being with Chaitana <laughs> because anywhere my mom goes her sister goes too so I'm forced to be alone either at home um, or at the cemetery which is where I like to spend my time recently I've just really been enjoying the cemetery vibe because Anything is better than being with Shaitana. And I feel like I learn a lot there. But after just saying all that, I feel so much better. I don't know why. I just like, I'm sitting outside looking at the sun. And I'm just so happy. And I'm so grateful that I've been able to talk about this. Because it's something that has been more than weighing down on me it's just been eating me eating me alive when you're not doing anything all day and not only that but shaitana and my mom are stressed the fuck out about like money and about living and working and and it's it's very 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 stressful um you know i haven't mentioned the the physical of shaitana the physical world that she has but it, like i said she's living in a borpinse for free so she doesn't have a job you know i told you what she does what she does actually is she um what she what she makes the, the most money from is by buying technology like used technology that usually doesn't work anymore she she breaks it so this woman is like slaving away like she gets a hammer and like all the time she's just like 
hammering away at these computers and these pieces of technology to get the copper out of them. And I also thought that that was a very interesting concept because copper is one of the most spiritual materials of the universe. It's like the most highest vibrational thing. You know, copper is just amazing. And it's the most, you know, valuable here. And so that's what she does is she breaks through the negative to get to something positive, to get to the the gold, to get to the money. And she works her ass off, you know. And I have respect for her. I have respect for her work ethic. I have respect for her, you know. Because I know what it's like to not have a job and not want to work and just give the fuck up. Like, that was me when I was living with my dad for the last year. The last year I lived with my dad, I was over everything. I was over I was over jobs, I was over co-workers, I didn't want to work for nobody, I didn't want to go to work, you know, I just, (laughs) I was over trying to live the normal life of, you know, going to work, and so I know what that's like, you know, I know what it's like to be in that position, and that's why I sympathize, and that's why this is also very difficult for me, because like, you know, it'd be easier to hate someone if you weren't related to them and you weren't you didn't know what their life was like but like this woman is so close to me she's so close to my mother you know so it's like she's definitely something important and um i'm learning a lot i don't think that i know everything but i'm I am slowly progressing as I'm evolving as a being here. I think that we have to be grateful for our demons. I think that we have to acknowledge them for who they really are, for for being demons, for being human beings as well, you know? And um, I didn't finish this thought, but the you know we're living with her and she seems to be dragging my mother down she seems to be you know needy of money and desperate for survival and when you have someone like my mother who is o negative you know extremely giving selfless person that's what you attract you attract people that are extremely desperate that need your help financially emotionally physically all of that and even her own sister you know that's why i call her shaitana because you know i don't know how i don't care how dark you are but if you're affecting me you're the fucking devil and if you're affecting my life and my mother in a negative way you're the motherfucking shaitana you know so getting back to dark work you know i thought you know i was kind of going in my mind like what do I have to do? Do I have to take her out? Do I gotta do a spell? Do I gotta, like, dig her grave? Do I gotta, you know, like, what do I gotta do? Um, not physically, obviously, but metaphysically. What do I have to do to change what is going on? Because the stress, the financial stress of my mother that she's going through. What oh, do you hear that little girl? That's my neighbor. Kishlan. She's so cute. 
Um, yeah, and obviously, you know, I'm like, yeah, I can't live with her. I, t- I told my mom that, like, I just cannot live with this woman. But I think for the time that I have to, which is until I get my passport and until I get my citizenship, <laughs> I'm going to have to learn the most. You know, she's my greatest teacher. I used to say that my dad was my greatest teacher and my mom is my biggest challenge. But, you know, I mean, her sister would be like the biggest challenge. Shit, I don't even think my mom's that bad anymore. You know, like... <laughs> My mom even says that, like, compared to her sister, she's the angel, and her and her sister is the shaitana. So, you know, I'm. I think that this is why I'm really into um, dark, dark work, not doing it, but just you know, understanding it, understanding how it works, because. It's something that I I feel like I was born with, you know. I was born out of chaos. And I was born out of people doing each other very dirty. You know, my parents were just, you know, held to high waters for me. Were doing anything they could just to get custody. And at one point, it was so bad that they didn't know who to give me to. So they, I was in a foster home for six months. Um, until my dad got full custody, and then that was, like, the worst day of my mother's life, you know, like I just said, like I just told you guys about that story, but, um, you know, shadow work is real, you know, there's really people out here making people croak, and, and what this comes down to is, I always say that, like, the reason why people the reason why dark work exists is because you people in the old days have had to learn how to survive people in the old days my ancestors my gypsy ancestors were raped they plummaged through they were stolen from they were treated so bad and they had to fight back and they couldn't do it physically and they couldn't do it you know, in a way that would make physical impact to their enemies. And they developed these powers. They developed these very strong, dark, dark, magical powers that were able to put people in their place karmically. You know, my mom... um, So there was a man that was living with us um, when I lived with my mom, because my mom... (laughs) another way to make money you know if you're not working is to like rent out your home so my mom rented out a room and this man was living in our home and this man is an offspring of shaitan like let me just tell you that i can tell you that for sure he is an offspring and this man was taking from my mother he was eating her food he was also very sick and he had cancer and he uh, was just like wasting his life like he just wasn't working he never left his room like this man was just I don't know how to explain but what my mother does with people like that is she curses them and she doesn't do it like in this magical superstitious gypsy way 
but she has the power. So all she has to say is, God's going to punish you. It's like my, my mom's like famous line is like, God going to punish you and give you what you deserve. And you know, a few months later, this dude's like gone. And then a few other people are gone that have like fucked with my mom. And I'm like, yo, that's wild. Like, I got that power too. It's it's wild and it's very powerful. And I think when you have power like that, you have to learn how to really, really work it well. Because obviously if it's in the wrong hands or if it's used incorrectly and it's fucked with, then you can do some really, really, really damaging things to yourself and your karma so yeah I have the power it runs in my family I come from my mother's family comes from a decentralized ethnic group of Roman Sigan Sigan is the word for gypsy here so most people you know they were saying Sigan before they were calling it gypsy because Sigans come from Hungary so Sigan, Siganyok, more than one Sigan, Siganlan, Gypsy Girl, Siganlan. Um, the history of our family is so dark. <laughs> and it's something that I'm going to make more videos about. And I want to talk about um, the history of gypsies and the history of where we come from, and the magic that we practice, and the reasons why. We've had to become witches. And when I when I sit out here and I sit on my balcony, I can feel it. And I can see them flying. And I can see the bodies. And I can see the magic. And I can see the the witches just, just, just taking whatever they can. Something that Sigans, Siganyok, are known for is stealing, which is what you have to be careful of here especially in like the outer villages is that in you know including my mother's family my mother told me that like her her family you know as as well as nice as they dress you know as nice as they live they continue to steal and they continue to make a living like that and um it's, it's a very dark history. But what do you do with that when you come from a decentralized ethnic group that traveled all the way from North India to, you know, through the Middle East, through Iran, and through Saudi Arabia, and through Afghanistan? Uh, Afghanistan. What do you do with that power? How does that translate to your life? And how are you able to make it better i think i'm gonna stop here thank you for listening this is a lot we're at 40 almost 45 minutes and i'm excited to upload this please leave me your comments i'm getting a little burned out now i'm gonna do a part two but i just have to stop now so thank you